0: You're listening to Anomaly. When was the last time you let yourself totally free? Like, released yourself on the dance floor and let your body just take over? Probably a while, right? Well, I think that's a perfectly natural thing. And at the beginning of this semester, I decided to take on something relatively new for me. I've never been a dancer and never really took a dance class before at all but I was inspired by these really graceful ballerinas that I had seen in a show before. The way they moved their bodies with such poise and elegance, I decided that it was something I should try to at least understand. And so I began the Dance Fundamentals class here at Simons Rock in an attempt to understand movement and choreography better. This week, we interviewed a professor who has incorporated that very thing, dance, into her career and life. Tune in as she tells us about her early dance beginnings, her discovery of Simon's Rock, and other personal moments you can only get through this exclusive interview.
1: So, my name is Katie Garcia-Renard, and I have been at Simon's Rock for six years. This is my sixth year. I was born in Rhinebeck, New York, and I grew up in the Hudson mm-hmm. Valley, primarily in um, the suburbs of Poughkeepsie. It's about an hour and a half north of New York City. And I went to Bard College.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you've lived in that area your whole life?
1: I lived, As soon as I left, as soon as I graduated college, I moved to, to Europe. I was in Spain for ten years after that. When did
0: you start dancing?
1: Ooh, I started dancing in my basement probably when I was about four and didn't stop. I went to, the, I went to a private school called Poughkeepsie Day School in the 70s. It was a real hippie school, K through 12, and there was no real cur- curriculum. You could do whatever you wanted to do. I mean, they had math groups, they had reading groups, but if you didn't want to go, you didn't have to. So my best friend and I, her name was Fanny Ant danced through kindergarten, first and second grade. We put on, we put on a, a show, and I think we must have been in first grade, and I, I still have the program, and this is before, I, I guess there must have been copy machines back then, but we wrote our uh, program on um, carbon paper, and so we wanted to have like 50 programs. So we painstakingly wrote them out. You know, we could maybe get like three copies at a time in our first grade handwriting, and we did a program in the center of the school. There was a big lobby Um, and we and two first graders did that. That is my earliest memory of performing and realizing that you could get that attention from dance Um, and then my parents took me out of that school and I guess I started taking classes after that and as soon as I got onto pointe shoes when I was about 11 I quit because it was too painful and I started back up again I would say when I went to, to Bard. I mean I danced the whole time through high school, I took jazz classes, I was in musical theater and theater groups, but seriously dancing again when I went back to Bard.
0: So how did you come across Simons Rock? How did you come across
1: Simons Rock? Well, originally I was, I was, um, sort of slated to teach at uh, Bard College um, about, again, it would have been seven years ago now, and um, something happened there, and for lots of different reasons they were unable to bring me in at that time, so they basically hoisted me onto Simon's Rock and said, here, you need to do something with this person for a year. And um, and that's how, it, that's how it started, so I came here, Wendy Schiffman was the head of the, the dance department, and. Um, I just taught a flamenco class and after that first year Simon's Rock hired me back and it just worked out. I love it here. When
0: did you start learning flamenco?
1: Actually when I went to Bard. Um, I I think I had seen flamenco dancing when I was a, when I was a kid, maybe a young teenager. But I don't think I knew what I was seeing, but I have a vague memory of it. And when I started at Bard, there was a, a professor there, Eileen Pasloff, who was an iconic figure at Bard. She, she just retired um, last year. Maybe not retired, but actually stopped teaching there completely. Um, and it was one of the first times that I really danced and said, yeah, you know, I could do this, I could, I felt something comfortable about it. And oftentimes in my other classes, in the modern dance class, my, my professors would say, you need to bring what you do in flamenco, like how you feel about flamenco, how you perform flamenco, into this class, or into this, into this choreography, into this dance. I think I had a very strong connection right away to the art form. Mm-hmm. And um, it is that it's such a uh, an emotional, um, primal art form that I think it's very important for any performing artist's Um, to actually take a look at what flamenco has to offer I'm advertising flamenco because I think it is, it is is something that you can connect to so many different things and I think that dancers often, especially ballet dancers, where the technique is so incredibly difficult lose their, lose themselves behind the technique and flamenco, even though it's technically difficult it just demands that part of you, that emotional part of you, the emotional
0: investment Mm What would you say to someone who's thinking about starting dance or someone who's never danced before but is considering it? Like for me, I wasn't thinking about doing dance until like over winter break when because my brother he's a he's a fitness trainer. Okay. So he like works a lot with the body and like he's called like a movement specialist at the place that he works. And um I remember like um working out with him and then thinking that like I really want to learn how to like dance because that's something I've just like never done before. Um, and so I was, I'm just wondering, like, what would you say to someone who is thinking about dancing or starting for the first time? Just
1: get in there and do it. <laughs> just get in there and do it. Um, I think it would depend so much on what their, what their idea about dance was and what their, what their idea about how they place themselves in dance. I often find that people, um, when they come to dance in an, older age and and in the dance world especially for like a ballet or modern dance an older age is somebody like a late teenager that's older to start dancing Um, they come to it for many many different reasons and uh, I find often times not just at Simon's Rock but throughout my long teaching career that people often come to dance with um, either body issues that they're trying to work through and trying to find that place With their body and with their movement that they feel good about and comfortable and validated that they're almost they're allowed to do this which is oftentimes you know i often have people ask me can i do it is it okay i mean look at me i'm like well yeah look at you of course you can do it got a body can move um so i guess i don't know your question was what would i say for people that are just starting just do it just do it and try to go in with you know uh, a, a clear mind and Abandon yourself to it, in a way, mm-hmm. and see where it takes you.
0: What do you think is distinctive, if anything, about a Simon's Rock student?
1: I find that Simon's Rock students have made a really incredible decision in their, in their young, young life. Mm-hmm. And I find it very, I think they're very brave. Yeah. Very brave. I do. I mean, I don't, I I think I came and looked at Simon's Rock when I was a junior in in high school and I didn't have the bravery to step outside of, of that box. This year being sort of my first full year and I have advisees and Mm -hmm. how, how much students want to talk to me and share With me, what they're doing, I feel in that let's say that generation gap, or the professor-student, or the high school teacher-student is just not anywhere to be seen. It feels like a a very level playing field, and I I love that. And that's something that really surprises me about the openness of the students here to to want to hear what I have to say and to share what they have to say with me.
0: Okay, and last question: Um, What does dance mean to you? What does dance mean?
1: Ooh, dance means so many things to me. It's meant so many things to me at different times. It's um, been uh, my love, and it's been my enemy, for sure, many times um, when I was performing. Uh, I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I've been in the studio all by myself cursing <laughs> my decision to be a dancer. Um, not, not, not recently. Um, but what is dance? I think dance, what dance has meant to me is it's given me the opportunity, obviously, to express myself. But more than that, it's given me the opportunity to connect with pretty much all the people in my life. Um, all of my students, all of my past colleagues in the performing world of dance. Um, I've, it's, it's introduced me to just amazing people, amazing people um, all, over the, all over the world. So that's what it's given me, I think, when it's been my friend. <laughs> It's only been an enemy to me in my personal life sometimes. Like, what am I doing? I don't want to do this anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I totally <feel> like no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I know it's been a while since Anomaly's last release, but we promise we have more stuff coming up for you guys, so be sure to keep your eyes, and ears for that matter, peeled for future episodes. Also, something to keep in mind is that Anomaly needs members. David Mateos is graduating at the end of this semester, and yours truly will be studying abroad next year, so neither of us will be around to gather voices for our podcast. If you have an interest in radio or simply want to try something new, I really suggest Anomaly. It's a great way to get to know members of our community and experiment with creating sound. Also, if you have the chance, in respect to this week's episode, come to the dance concert at the end of the semester on May 6th and 7th. There will be more details coming, but it's sure to be filled with lots of passion, so come by to see some amazing talent. Thanks once again for tuning into this week's episode.